Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with MSW Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is veteran Skyly Heinen. We're going to be talking about today's headlines and a bunch of other stuff, but before we get into it. The Start Me Up podcast is independent, listener-funded, and woman-run. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup to see the variety of tiers offered, including the option to get two bonus What's Up episodes per week. Kind of like my online journal where I get a little more personal and talk about whatever is on my mind. There's also an ad-free tier with a much shorter intro. Just visit patreon.com. Dot com slash start me up. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Skyly Heinen. Welcome back to the show, Skyly. Oh, thank you so much for having me back, Kimberly. I'm excited. Of course. Now, you know what? I want to, I know you're kind of working with Vote Vets, but I just wanted to ask you what you're doing and how long you've kind of been working with them and yeah, what you do. Yeah, I've, I found Vote Vets actually when uh, Trump blocked them on Twitter <laughs> and they were, the, <laughs> they were the largest veterans, uh, you know, organization out there that I knew of and it just blew me away and I immediately followed them and spoke out for them. So that was 2016. And then um, the last four or so years, uh, they've had new people come on. Sarah, who you have on your show, who is wonderful, Mm -hmm. who I've been working with now for three years, 2019. Hmm. So I do a lot of just speaking out, do a lot of videos, uh, reaching out. They actually, during the um, debt ceiling crisis and the 22% on veterans cuts they flew me down to washington and i got to meet speaker pelosi and i was actually featured on a white house video speaking out against the cuts yeah it was amazing they just really opened the door for opportunities to give us the voice that we need to to get our message across that's so yeah and yeah of course we love sarah (laughs) and you know what I love about Sarah is it she's she's a really like fear she's a fierce warrior she's unrelenting but she's also <laughs> a little bit small c conservative you know not yeah. she's, she's and that comes from her background yes I it, think. Does. Her, it does her yeah her raising <laughs> and her family absolutely you know, like she I agree. on my show and I'm like fuck this and that and she's just <laughs> she's not as crude as I am <laughs> but I love that she, she can like, get crude she can get crude get her on a bad day and she's like they're the sailors but you're absolutely right you're absolutely right and it was so good to meet her in person and just you know, and, and I got to meet Speaker Pelosi and I got to meet Charlotte. Oh, wow. You yeah, know, yeah. and Charlotte actually, <laughs> we had to stand behind the Speaker and the members of Congress for a good 25 minutes. And at the end, I, I was in the back, me and Charlotte ended up being in the back. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be in the picture and I was trying to get on my tippy toes, but I was so tired <laughs> and she lifted me up. Oh. So it's so, it That's was just hilarious. such a great moment, you know. Just, and just for those of, yeah, for those of you who don't know, it's Charlotte Clymer, who oh, I have yet to meet, but I've known Charlotte uh, for years and years and years. So that that must have been she's pure awesome. love, yeah. pure love, awesome experience. Um, yes. All right. So why don't we jump to the first interesting thing that happened today, which is Proud Boys 
I don't know, <sighs> found, is he one of the founders? Whatever. He got the leader. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. they're one of the leaders. He got, or the leader, he got 17 years for his part in the insurrection. Now, let me ask you a question about this, because I think the um, prosecution was recommending 27 to 33 years, and he got under that. The judge, who I believe was a MAGA judge, gave him mm-hmm. 17 years. Now, I'm seeing some comments out there like, well, if he were a Muslim attacking the United States, the sentence would have been longer. Mm. How? What do you feel? I'll tell you what I feel in a minute, but what do you feel about this sentence? Well, of course, Kimberly, we all would expect it to be longer, and if it was a Muslim <laughs> attack, of, of course. course. <laughs> That's just society. That's yeah. how they look at things. It's it's how they're branded. They don't realize that this is domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. This is a domestic terrorist group, and it should be looked at the same way. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I do think it should have been longer. I think his should be the longest out of all the sentences. But, you know, 17 years is is still going to be a long time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I just I'm glad that we didn't get lower. That's exactly (laughs) it. And um, that's how I feel. I feel like, all right. Yeah, of course, a, a, a longer sentence might have. I don't know what the word would be, but I'm just going to go to, I hope I say his name right, Dean Abadala. Abadala. Um, yeah. He, he basically yeah. said the reason we're not seeing this bullshit MAGA civil war is because people are getting sentenced to prison and they're mm-hmm. recognizing that there are consequences to action. So all this bullshit talk of a civil war is literally bullshit talk because nobody's doing anything because they don't want to go to prison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they're leaders, the Oath Keepers yeah. and the uh, Proud Boys have all, you know, I think it's over a thousand people have been charged. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously I, I, I looked and, and saw all of the let's go get them, you know, in 2019 rallying up to, to the January 6th. And yes, it is completely fallen out. Um, you see people like Michael Flynn and, and Roger Stone trying to keep it alive because they were the right. leaders who were still out running around. Mm-hmm. But I don't fear I mean, I never feared, but feared them doing something like this like I did before, because you're right. They're seeing that. Yeah, <laughs> There's and, nobody that's going to save us. There's exactly. nobody that's going to pay our legal bills. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Trump won't. And so, yeah, so <laughs> I think that's a, a positive. And also the fact that evidently this was a Trump-appointed judge giving this guy yes. 17 years while the prosecution asked for more and while you know, we might have felt better seeing him get a longer sentence. I'm, I'm satisfied with this. I think, okay, yeah. this is good. And you know, he's, bu- he's fucking crying about his daughter. It's like, why weren't yeah. you thinking about your daughter when yeah. you were, oh, you know, trying to overturn the government? Why, when you were literally saying you, you spent years doing, years. But building this up. Yes. Like, and then there was your a, daughter was there the entire time. Yes. <laughs> was she not? And then, and then, you know, there's a video of him at the insurrection. Well, it's of his, of his voice saying he's getting a boner. So it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he's he's been he he was very much videoed during the entire yeah. insurrection, and he was so thrilled. Yes, he was thrilled. So now his fucking crocodile tears mean nothing to me. And you yeah. know, I I feel for his daughter because she's got to deal with the ramifications of the actions of her father. But you know, at least daughter should probably be taken out of the home. 
I mean, I think anyone that leads a violent insurrection is not safe for their children. Yeah, I, I just, think, I you know, pretty, they're not right. I, yeah, I don't know about his, her mom. I have no idea what the deal is with her mom. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. But yeah, he can shove those tears up his ass. <laughs> okay, we have to take a quick break, but we'll be back after this message. Hey, real quick, this is Kimberly, and I just wanted to let you know that two days a week i do a patrons only show called what's up that's five dollars a month you get two shows and it's kind of like my online diary and i talk about whatever i feel like and i mean whatever i feel like so just go to patreon.com slash start me up take a look at the tiers and please consider supporting the show today thank you i'm mo Rocca, and i'm excited to announce season four of my podcast mobituaries I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets, all that and much more. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so just another switch here real quick. One of the things I want to talk to you about is... We saw for the second time yesterday, Mitch McConnell froze. And I I, want to be very specific. I mean, I'm not going to talk for anybody else. I'm only going to talk for myself. I don't take Mm -hmm. any delight in this at all, because as much as I hate Mm -hmm. what McConnell does and what he stands for, um, I think that it's upsetting to see that. Because what it does for me is I have aging parents. Exactly. I think, oh, my God, I would never want to see anybody I care about go through (sighs) this. And and you know, it's like at, torture. It's like yes. senior torture. It's it, torturing. It's, it's horrible. It's a, it's very uncomfortable. And I mean, I know there are some people taking in delight in his medical get medical <clears throat> condition, whatever it is. I'm not one of them. But no. the thing that bothers me is that you know we are seeing. Now this is a loaded question. There's a lot to it. At, what I mean, but. I mean, we're seeing a lot of older people in Congress not right now, and then we're seeing other people screaming about age and term limits and this and that. The way I feel is like, okay, number one, as far as this episode, I don't think it, it helps Joe Biden because people are lumping Joe Biden into this. He's mm-hmm. old and he ages mm-hmm. And I, we shouldn't be looking at the age. We should be looking at the actions and behaviors of that person because there are people in their 70s who have no energy and they can't, you know, they don't think straight or whatever issues they've got going on. And then there are people in their 90s who are fucking dynamos and have more energy mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you can't just look at an age and say, oh, well, they're a certain age and they can't do it. I think it's wrong to do that. But I do think it's important to recognize that people like Dianne Feinstein, people like um, Chuck Grassley and people like, you know, Mitch McConnell, they, well, I don't know about Chuck Grassley if, he, if he's had any episodes where he's forgotten stuff. But if if you can't remember what's going on and you, you know, I mean, if you were driving a bus full of children, you'd be like, no, you can't you can't drive this bus anymore because you're you know, you can't remember your stops or whatever it is. And so mm-hmm. if you're in government specifically and you're in charge of of making laws and, and voting on laws that affect people's lives, I think you need to have to understand what you're doing and not be told you're voting on this now. I, I mean, I think it's too much. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's not me being ageist. It's just Mm -mm. me saying, all right, Mm -mm. if you're not capable of doing your job, if you've gotten to a point in your life, no matter how old you are, and you're not mentally 
able really to do the job in the way that you used to, then it's time to step down. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and, and I don't say that with any malice. I mean, you know, again, if you're if your kids were on a school bus and you would you want Mitch McConnell driving them to school? I would not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that we have to kind of look at it that way. But I wanted to ask you your opinion on this. I mean, do you think that's considered ageism? And, and what do you think? How do you think these things should be handled? You know, it's it's I agree with you. I mean, I have a grandmother who's 90 who is well has her faculties well more together than um, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. But I, I it's hard to watch. It's mm-hmm. it's it's horrible. And, you know, we talked about my parents last time and my dad actually texted me this morning <laughs> and he said, what is going on? Why do people keep uh, electing McConnell and Feinstein? It's just wrong. Yeah. They are done. And he I said it's it's it, it's horrible to watch. It's just horrible. I feel like it's abuse of a person. Yeah. Um he said and his comment was the RNC needs to do better and I said the RNC dad come <laughs> on, you know. And <laughs> I said, look at you I, I literally replied uh, are we talking about Santos or right. Trump? Yeah. You know, and he replied back with touche, touche, mm-hmm. you know, and then he said something like, um, uh, vote for Pedro, you know, so, <laughs> you know, he, it, it, he sees it, he sees it as a Republican. He's like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And by mm-hmm. the way, my stepdad is now only calling himself a conservative. He has stepped away from Republican. Just wanted to mention that. That's but a good sign. <laughs> isn't that crazy? They're starting to inch away from it. And yeah. But, you know, I told him, I said, it's cruel. And he said, the RNC and his aides need to do better by him. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. said, you know, the RNC, the, uh, but his aides are, are, are basically his assistants, like like assistant living, mm-hmm. but on, yes. on stage. Mm-hmm. It's it's horrible. And, and I, look, I agree with you. You know, you can be a certain age and have all your faculties and run circles around me. But if you do not have those faculties, right. and it is now, this is the third incident. He mm-hmm. has fallen, mm-hmm. he has had a freeze, and this is the second. Now, we don't know if it came from the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you we know, don't know what I'm anything. saying? Everybody's so, guessing that it's a TIA, and you know, I mean, we don't know. We're not doctors. We're not doctors, but we know well enough to know that something mm-hmm. is very wrong with yes. him. Yes, oh, we've watched him bad. for many, many years. Yeah. And I mean, and the, you know, I think and there should be something that is out there that says if a person is is physically ill, they they just need yes. to, for everybody and themselves. You got to put mean, the person first, right? Right. There needs to be something in place, and I don't know what that would be. Um, Me neither. You know, I don't know how you would fit that <clears throat> into a job description. Um, and I don't know that it should necessarily be, okay, at a certain age, you're supposed to retire or something like that. I don't know that yeah. we should take it in an age, but I do think that, you know, I mean, I will say this, Sarah Wood had said something like, if you want turn limits, you got them because we can vote people out. But in some cases, places have been Except so... Except for the courts. Yeah, exactly. And then there's gerrymandering, which exactly. um, plays into it. There are, so term limits is part of it. But um, and I think I think that it should be for anybody who's in the House and the Senate. I do think there mm-hmm. should, you know, maybe two to three terms or something. And then that's it. Because oh. what's her name? Um, Miss. Oh, God. Uh, 
why can't I think of her name? I can see her face, and she thought she hoped the president learned his lesson. What is her name? And I can't think of her name. It's going to fucking drive me crazy. But anyway, I'll think of it in a minute. She's also older. But, you know, she started in the Senate, and she um, said she was only going to serve, like, one term or something. And she, now she's been there for decades. It's, this is ridiculous. That's what it is. Susan I mean, Collins. I, you know, our governor of North Carolina is one of the best human beings I've ever seen in office. I hope one day he actually goes to the presidency because he's, he's that good. Yeah. And he has to, you know, we have term limits for governors. So right. we have like the best governor ever. Yeah. And we have, he has to leave because of term limits and we have the crappiest <laughs> people in Congress and the Senate that have been squatting for decades. Yeah. And it's that maddens me. It yeah. really maddens me. I think there should be term limits, absolutely. But I also think that you should, you know, you should be. I feel like the the congressional members should be in a little longer, mm-hmm. like the Senate, maybe three years instead of two, because basically they get in there and they have to start campaigning for their next seat. Yeah. So it takes away from their work mm-hmm. so i feel like they should match the senate a little bit yeah you know I, what i, I mean with, yeah on term limits i completely agree with that yeah Oy completely vey. you know i wanted to ask you what's going on where you're living with the hurricane oh well right now the coast is still feeling it the north carolina coast mm-hmm. um they're getting a lot of storm surge right now mm-hmm. and um but we were very lucky in Charlotte that we were just on the outer bands and that sucker moved. What happened is you had Franklin out there. That was a huge, huge, almost a category five hurricane. And then you had, you have all these storms to the North uh, above Canada that actually pulled it out um, quicker. So we got very lucky, but there's still a lot of rescue and stuff going on on the coast of North Carolina hmm. as we speak because of the storm surge. Uh, do you like living in North Carolina? Actually, I love it. I mean, I came from Texas. I grew up in Louisiana. I moved to Texas when I was in high school. I served my active duty in Texas. Um, and I, it, you know, climate change over the years, because I've got a, I've got RA and an the weather really affects it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually moved uh, because of the weather affects my body so much. Mm-hmm. I went from Houston to Dallas because it was drier. Mm-hmm. And then Dallas became like the vortex of where all the, all the storms meet. <laughs> and so it became horrible. I mean, just I went from non-medicated remission to over-medicated. Wow. And so thankfully... You know, me and my soon-to-be husband, uh, we decided I would move here February, uh, well, the end of 2020, but I moved right before COVID. Wow. And <laughs> I I love it here. It's it's not um, hot and crazy. I have my windows open right now. Hmm. It's going to be 53 degrees here tonight. Wow. Um, it, it's insane. I'm like, what? it's a very weird climate time. But I love my governor. Um, I like the people here. I live on the outskirts of Charlotte. Charlotte, and I just—I was tired of Texas. Yeah, Texas is horrible. I had to go there to buy my wedding dress. 
I just I don't even like going there. Yeah. Period. My mom's you. packing heat, you know. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So wait, I just have to ask you a little tiny bit more about North Carolina. Is it yes. does it get really humid in the summer? You know, we're we are experiencing more humidity than I remember mm-hmm. living here the last few years, but we have a breeze always. Hmm. So it's like when you come from Houston, yeah. like <clears throat> this is nothing. Um so it's not no, it's really not that bad. And then what the the last question I have about this is why if if you said that the drier weather was better for you why did you not consider going out west to like California or Arizona or you know some of the other places <clears throat> right there? believe it or not it's it's not about drier weather it's when it's where the barometric pressure stays within a certain range mm-hmm. so you're your ideal place would be, and I looked this up because I was going to move somewhere where I did the best. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be Hawaii. It would be mm-hmm. the Virgin Islands, Malta, mm-hmm. you know, um, places like actually Washington, um, where the temperature doesn't fluctuate very much. Uh-huh. For me, like the desert is horrible because it's very, it's very, uh, hot during the day but it cools off very much during the night yeah so um it doesn't matter where i go it's 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 following me unless i can move to like i said one of those places which eventually it'll get that way there too Mm -hmm. um i'm eking my way across the u.s (laughs) but i can't say that i'm doing better here than i was doing in dallas Mm. you know uh but Usually, my the summertime is my great time, right? Because it just stays hot. It goes from hot to hot. Mm-hmm. But instead of that, it's going from 60 to 90. Oh, and wow. so I'm not getting that reprieve. Right. Um, and I know a lot of people suffer from that. Interesting. Yeah, my mother does too. She doesn't have RA, but she does have arthritis. And then for mm-hmm. her, though, it's the opposite. She gets She gets a lot of pain in the heat. And she gets the reprieve mm-hmm. when it's cooler. So it's kind of opposite for her, but yeah. Yeah, it's different strokes for different folks. For exactly. me, it's just that barometric pressure. Exactly. I mean, I've seen a, I've actually seen a, a, a visual. My doctor showed me where the, the this man, I think he was like in his 80s, his hip bone actually popped out of socket because of oh. the barometric pressure. Oh my God. Is that not insane? Oh my God. Wow. I, I'm telling you, people don't understand how it how it affects people's joints and bones, you know. And I'm like, yeah. guys, like it can push your stuff out of place. It's <laughs> it's a real deal. Wow. All right, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch gears a little bit too. I, I've just got a bunch of random stuff, so I'm just gonna yeah. throw them out. But um, we got also the news today that Governor Kemp will not approve a commission mm-hmm. to remove Fonnie Willis's DA. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> fucking glad because it's like we constantly see these Republicans trying so hard and they're just losing, 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 losing. And I think that's a great thing. And I, I just I'm so glad. Thank thank God for him. Um, and, and then I'm going to couple this with this. Now, Lauren Windsor tweeted mm-hmm. this she said the increase the increasingly likely prospect that mitch mcconnell won't be leading the senate republicans is a delicious wrinkle in their quest to win back the chamber in 2024 and she said that plus the gop abortion obsession and i'm bullish that dems hold on to the majority now i had um 
Christopher Bouzion, who predicted that he thinks the Democrats are going to keep the Senate at least today. You know, what is he going to say in three months, five months, whatever? Right. But that's where he was at today. Now, my question for you is, you know, going back to the idea that Republicans keep trying to, you know, cheat or steal or do or lie or whatever to win. And they keep getting thwarted. And, you know, that doesn't mean we're out of danger. There's a lot going on right now where we're seeing like a lot of wins on the side of justice. And then we're also seeing a lot of wins from MAGA. But, you know, we're going to add on to the win for justice that uh, Rudy Giuliani was just found liable for defaming uh, was Ruby, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. So that's a good thing. That was gracious. Great, great. It is, except for their lives are still going to be difficult. But my question for you is, do you think that as, you know, as we're approaching this election and then we've got all these court cases and everything, how, how are you feeling? I'm just taking everyone's temperature, as I usually do. How are you feeling about the direction, our trajectory as a democracy? Well, the Republicans are just destroying themselves. It's it's just there's there's no way to run from it. It's it's an implosion from every single side. Yeah. I always gauge off of my family because it's they just, they yeah. were all the way Trumpers. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a very long gauge. Right. But Republicans see. I'm talking about the non-extreme people. Okay. Mm-hmm. The non-extreme, non-maga the boomers, the old school people that actually believe Russia's the enemy and Mm -hmm. to fight for Ukraine, you know, um, they are seeing this complete shit show and they are completely over, over any investigation into Biden. They're not concerned about it. I mean, like they're wearing them out because they're not doing anything and they're just making a lot of noise. So I feel like, of course, that's why the GOP is going after every voting thing that they can. They just attacked us here in North Carolina, trying to pass a law that, or pass a law that they could listen to our conversations while we're doing our, our voting and and report back on it, and just you know making our absentee ballot times shorter. They cannot win unless they cheat. Yeah, right. we know this. Yeah. We know this. Now, here's the thing. We have to, this is what we can do. We have to vote in numbers too big to rig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is always my theme. Yeah. Too big to rig. Yes. Shut them all down. I see a lot of Republicans that are going to cross the line mm-hmm. because of, of the way that they, especially the way that they have gone after the, the veterans right now. Look at Tuberville, Senator yeah. Tuberville. I got to go there. Yes. Senator Tuberville of Alabama, one man is holding up hundreds, Mm -hmm. hundreds. It was 300. It's over 300 now. Military promotions. And we do not have a leader of the Army, the Navy, or the Marines. Mm -hmm. One senator. And the Republicans are doing nothing about it this is our entire national security and it's all for his political extreme agenda Mm -hmm. he says that the military is projecting politics into its policy no it's not he's projecting his politics Mm -hmm. into military policy yes 
We have come a long, long way for inclusivity and exclusive and diversity mm-hmm. and accepting and not berating. And she wants to actually go into the army regulations and, and change them. You can't do that. Yeah. And in this abortion health care, he doesn't want soldiers to seek, be able to seek abortion health care. Yeah. It's just, it's, and, and it's, and the Secretary of Defense is like, go yourself. You know, <laughs> like my soldiers come first. Yeah. And you're not going to, he's not backing down. He's not going <laughs> to, Cooper Villa is not going to interject himself into military regulation. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> so that stunt is being seen as affecting our entire military. These are families that can't transfer. These are cascades, right? Mm -hmm. You have a promotion. That means somebody is behind them to get a promotion. It's very non-political. It's very Mm -hmm. standardized. You have to meet this rank. You have to take these tests. You have to do these things, and then you get promoted. Mm -hmm. There's nothing political about it. And you have thousands of military families that are just just sitting there waiting for this. And our military is unmanned. All of these things are going to backfire on the GOP because this is our national (laughs) security, like to the biggest level it can be. Yeah. Never in history have we not had a leader of the three main components of our military. Never in history. It's just insanity to me. So I see the, I see the Democrats really, I see it good for 2024. Mm -hmm. I think that we will, I think we'll hold the Senate. Mm-hmm. I think that we'll take back the House, to be honest, because these Republicans have nothing to show. What legislation have they passed? Right. What? What? Seriously? Yeah, what? like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so, you know, that's the way I feel. They're going to do what they're going to do. We got Mark Cielis out there fighting for us in every mm-hmm. single case. And he always ends up winning. It's just when we have cricket Supreme courts, mm-hmm. like we do in North Carolina, even with our governor veto in the bill, you know, it, we got to vote in numbers too big to rig. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, you know, I'm feeling kind of the same way you are. I keep saying that, but then, you know, I know I'm going to like completely panic and freak out on election day, but um, <laughs> Wait, yeah. like as we get closer, like, I'll be fine during the day. And then once I turn on MSNBC and I start seeing Steve Kornacki, I'm going to be like, mm. oh no, I need to go barricade myself in my room. And yeah. come out. Yeah. But I mean, I, I am feeling somewhat um, hopeful about it because I, I see, like you're saying, the Republicans are shooting themselves in the foot. And, you know, taking into account people like your dad, who's not even referring to himself as a Republican anymore. I wish I could <sighs> say the same about my aunt, but okay. Mm, um, yeah. Reg- I mean, there's... There oh, is- now my mom's different, you know, yeah. but my dad's the one with the clear head. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and, and you do get that, I mean, there's going to be... I don't know what 30 some percent of the people who are always going to just stay extreme. So you can't get to those people and they're never going to change. So I think like, you know, what we were saying, it's, it's the people who are the older school Republicans who are not Mm -hmm. so concerned about these um, bullshit uh, wars that the GOP comes up with every five minutes, like CRT and abortion and abortion. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff that old school conservatives they really enjoy uh, a small L liberal experience 
mm-hmm. you know, liberal, not meaning political, um, right. but meaning, hey, you know, every there, there's creativity, there's diversity, there's the fact that we get to go, you know, make choices for our body. They, they enjoy all of that. And mm-hmm. they're, they're not against that. Um, unfortunately, the party tells them to be, but a lot of those people... They weren't raised with, no. I mean, you know, we all do know that for a long ass fucking, well, I don't know, forever the Republican Party has been racist, except when they were a liberal party, <laughs> which was the party switched well, eventually well, yeah. a long ass time ago. But yes, they do, they are racist and they make laws that are racist. But outside of the kind of like the social part of it, when it just comes to straight up, I think a lot of people who are Republican are thinking in terms of big government and spending and all of that stuff. They're not worried about the CRT. They're not worried about trans people or gay people or anybody. Right. They're just wanting to make sure that they've got, you know, their social security and all of it. Now they see Republicans are, are threatening social security and, um, yeah, I, th- I, I, I'm in agreement with you. I think that we have a pretty decent shot for saving democracy. Um, we're going to have to continue to do it. That's the thing. Oh, it's it's like going to be, it's going to be a fight. It's definitely going to be, be a fight. fight, but I can tell you that, you know, during the uh, last elections, the Social Security and the Medicare and the benefits and all of that was a huge deal breaker. Yes. And they've only gone further, further yes. in, <laughs> in on screwing yes. people. Um, yes. And now they actually have we have it in writing, you know, so it, it's 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 there's nothing about their ticket yeah. that is for the people and the people are seeing that exactly it's well it's just plastered everywhere yes a hundred percent and i think this is a great way to end the show because it's a positive kind of yes. optimistic tone so let's just yes. do that and before i let you go i want you to tell everybody where to find you you can find me on twitter at skyly underscore that's s-k-y underscore l-e-e underscore one and i'm currently looking on other platforms to expand myself but also i want to plug vote vets please follow up vote vets and i do a lot of work with them um at votevets.com um but i appreciate thanks to kimberly of course well i appreciate what you do because you're you're always out there you amplify everybody um you're not a snob about it and i just i I just gotta say that because there's a lot of snobs out there and um you're not one of them. And so it's appreciated what you do. I, I, I just, I think it's extremely important that when we are out there, you know, we all want to promote ourselves and we all want to be able to get attention for various reasons. Sometimes it's just because, you know, you have a message, you, you want that message to get attention. And so mm-hmm. I just want to say, number one, thank you for doing what you do. But also number two, thank you for not being a snob and only thinking about yourself. Cause so many people are out there just trying to build for their own following and I appreciate that. I think, you know, you are taking into account other people's lives and it matters to you. And that's really important. And you need to know that you are appreciated for that. So you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that. And, and Kimberly, I built my platform so I can help everyone else. Yeah. That is my mission. Yes. So well, I'm glad that it's being received. Yes, it's evident. So <laughs> and then, of course, you can find me now. I'm just going to do this. I'm on Twitter at Author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Don't forget the extra E at the end of my name. If you go over to Twitter, even if you're not on it, you can see my pinned tweet, and that's going to direct you to all the other social medias. 
I'm Kimberly Johnson or Kimberly Ann Johnson, depending on where you go. So I'm not going to list them all here because there's just too fucking many. Thank you so much, Yvonne. But um, anyway, Skyly, it's always awesome talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Kimberly. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.